Alright, let's go. <clears throat> this podcast contains, uh, explicit language, adult beverages, delicious tobacco, and, what's that say? Flagrant misuse of dice? What does that even mean? Who the hell wrote this? To hell with it. I need a drink. Huh? Oh, okay, whatever. <clears throat> this is the Dice and Pipes podcast. Like Regis the Halfling, swirling his ruby necklace to hypnotize and prioritize those around him. Coming to you from the West Cabin is Dice of Pipes. Uh, a very special episode of Dice of Pipes is Dice of Pipes After Dark, because this is the first time in Dice of Pipes as we're recording at night. I'm a little buzzed up. Uh, this is for the week of April 20th. 2020. I'm Brian. Hi, Chris. Regis, you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The halfling. Yeah, he sounds like a punk that I'd fuck up if I ever seen him in like a like an alley or something. Fucking, I don't take no shit from nobody. Yeah, and Regis is one of those nobodies. Yeah. Is that a vital answer? <laughs> How is that for a Regis? Not Regis Philbin. Oh. Really? Even though I, I believe he was small, I don't think small enough to be a halfling. That's true. Not one so. of the midget folk. He did work with Kelly Ripper. Who was hotter? Kathy Lee Gifford in Kathy her prime. Lee. Or Kelly Ripper. Kathy Lee. Yeah, you think? Don't even have to think about it. Seriously? Yeah. That quick? Yep. I don't know. Kelly Ripper. She had legs for days. Legs she got days. legs. Da, na, 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 na. She knows how to use them. Wow. Da, na, 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 na. I don't know why it's a blues song. A skippity doo wow. You turned it into like scat. <laughs> skippity doo wop. Bow. Uh, we are drinking. We're, I think we're, we're almost done drinking. Um, this is uh, Jim Beam Honey. Jim Beam Honey on this very brisk spring wow. evening. Uh, for those of you keeping track at home, it is the... Oh, we got to be good. I don't have time to edit. This is, <laughs> this is Saturday, April 18th at oh, shit, 8 yeah. p.m. right now. Uh, we got together. We, we violated. I defy you, sir. Well, we're sitting six feet apart. I, we are. We weren't earlier, though. No. We were sitting in a large group setting. That's true. Ah, fuck the governor. That's right. Fuck the free world. That's what I say. It's 40 degrees, by the way. Yeah. With no heat in the West Cabin. No. We we are low on the heating apparatus because the temperature was right at the the, the precipice of being cold. Yes. And uh, I'm too cheap to uh, buy oh, propane man. at inflated prices. You really don't want to edit? No, I'll, I'll keep my mouth shut. I'll, no, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I'm going to be good. Okay. No, I'm not going to say anything. You know, just, I know what you were thinking. Well, that, you're just like a, yeah, one of those. Yeah. Okay. Bye. <laughs> no, boy. Ah, <laughs> uh, God. Uh, let me tell you one benefit to all this is I have, the budget in my house has a surplus. 
you're running on a surplus. Right yeah. Now. So you're one of the very few American families right now running on a surplus. Yeah. Let me tell you how great it is to be me. Yeah. Why, why don't you share with people what we just ate? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that'll go over well. So uh, we decided that we you're on vacation from work. Yeah. And that's we why decided I have this crazy beard going on. I wouldn't call it a beard. Well, it's getting there. It's, it, it's like in between peach what? fuzz and and beard. Eh. Well, it's only a week's worth, but it's like four different colors. Yeah, I, I, and I, I think that's what that. like throw, throws people off. It's yeah, it's like multi. Your, I guess, for lack of a better term, your beard mm-hmm. looks like Sean Connery's hair. Wait, how does it make any sense? Why? Because what, it's all hair? it's black, oh, it's like, white. There's some red in there somewhere. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know he's a Mick. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I got that in my blood too. Yeah. So I think that's what like brings it through. I, I got like blonde and brown and red and white. They're actually, I'm getting more white on the, just fucked up. I must have had a stroke because it's only on like the left side of my face. I, I don't get that. Um, well, it's like Mr. Fantastic. He only had the white and the temples. Oh, yeah. Well, who was the, the chick in X-Men? Storm? Nope, Rogue. Whatever, fuck her. Anyway, so what were you saying? Uh, a day in the life of your family. Yeah, listen. We decided to have dinner before we recorded mm-hmm. tonight because we wanted to, we wanted to cut loose a little bit, have a little fun. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, people probably don't know this, but the West Cabin has a sorted history mm. of podcasts. Many a podcast have been recorded in this very uh, pine coffin in the middle of the woods, and something happens in here at night. Even when people come, because when this is not being used as a podcast studio, it is a hangout spot. Um, it's mm-hmm. like my man cave. And I don't know if I told the story uh, about this before or not, but I had a friend who came to visit dinner party, him and his wife, a lovely couple, and we're a completely normal conversation. And eventually we end up in here. The second they sit down, I mean, the second, like they sit down, we organize our drinks. Hey, uh, what do you think about the Illuminati? Oh, okay. Right into the Illuminati. Something happens in this place at night. Anywho, uh, we wanted to have a dinner party, and I have so much money just hemorrhaging <laughs> oh, God. out of uh, my orifices mm-hmm. that I got something stuck in my eye. That uh, what do you got? A hundred? No, I don't use toilet paper for that. No, uh, I decided to to cook us a nice a nice dinner. So I got some potatoes, uh, uh-huh. some red little mini red potatoes, like canned beans. Uh, I, I think a lot of people right now are living off of like canned food. Yeah, no, not not this house. Uh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. So uh, some red potatoes, and I, I dressed them up nicely with some uh, olive oil, uh, salt, pepper, and uh, some thyme, rosemary. It was very good. Thank you. Yeah. Then uh, we did Brussels sprouts, uh, sautéed. The bougiest of vegetables. Yes. That, yeah. That's it, the cuntiest vegetable. I was just about to say that is the cuntiest of the vegetables. Yes. Brussels sprouts. Yeah. It, that, I would say Brussels sprouts. If I had to like organize the douchiest vegetables, I think Brussels sprouts are at the top. Okay. Maybe wax beans. Wax. Okay. Yeah. I could see wax beans. Because like who eats those for enjoyment? Mm-hmm. That's like post-apocalypse food. Uh, sure. What about your your stance on shallots? Or as Gordon Ramsay say, shallots. Shallots? Yeah. Uh they, I relegate them to because that's a cunty onion. Yeah, that's like the high end onion. Yeah, you know, to the point where I don't think I've ever, I, I, I really don't think I've ever cooked with shallots. Oh, 
They're amazing. Yeah. I just yeah. use regular onion because I'm a fucking American. Well, yeah. I mean, you can use both. Of course you can. Yeah. Which is, yeah, why uh, I use regular onion. I think ginger's a little douchey. It, ginger's, I think. If, if I'm going to be completely honest, yeah. So gingers are douchey. Not no. only do they have no souls, but they're also douchebags. Yes, and they make a shitty root. <laughs> oh, oh the, I, I got gotcha. you. Okay. A shitty root vegetable. Okay. Um, bok choy is pretty fucking douchey. Nah, bok choy is delicious. I'm not. No one is questioning the oh the taste of it. The taste. It's just the level of douchebaggery that like, goes on behind the the vegetable. Exactly. Okay. Like if I'm going to someone's house, are they giving me fucking broccoli and green beans, mm-hmm. or am I getting bok choy and fucking Rainbow chard and like rutabaga, yeah. Rutabaga, rutabaga. Yeah. That's what I said. Rutabaga. Nah. I said play back the tape. I said rutabaga. I'm a fucking. I'm an Italian from Brooklyn. I don't say ours. Okay. I'll, okay. Fair enough. I think I'm totally lying through my fucking ass right now. No, no, no. I bought it. Okay. That's good. all that matters. Good. 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 What about what about what about parsnips? Fuck parsnips. They're fake carrots. <laughs> They're like Aryan carrots. <laughs> How are they so white from being underground for so long? They're like uh they're like the like the those kids that have the uh the skin mm-hmm. deficiency where they just look like translucent like lab rats. Oh, like albinos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like the 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 twins from Matrix Reloaded. Oh, yeah, yeah. With yeah. their fucking douchey dreadlocks. The Wachowski brothers who are now Wachowski sisters. Easy. But I'm just pointing out they used to be brothers and now they're sisters. Now they're sisters. Right. I think the chances are of that happening. Yeah, never. Okay. Never. Actually, zero. Because them that that's a lie. But whatever. I gotta stop drinking. No, no, no. Uh, I, I gotta drink more. What are the what are the douchey vegetables are there? Turnips. Ah, just the word alone. Turnip reminds me of a poor person because they're huge. Poor people are huge. No, sometimes fried food. Uh. Um. Yes. Five dollar foot longs. Uh, no, I, I look at turnip as like a like a surf, like the peasants in like Braveheart were probably cooking up big pots of turnips. Okay. Um, asparagus, I think, is a little uh, a little douchey. Yeah, it's borderline, especially if, if you put hollandaise on it. What about uh, edamame? Nah. No, that that's fine. I think so. Yeah, okay. you pop them in your mouth and you you bite down. You break the 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 sweet and delicious armor open and get those tender little balls in your mouth. They're delicious. Okay, now everybody knows where you stand with balls in your mouth. Tender balls. Oh, if they're salty, you you like salty balls in your mouth. Good. Well, once my my teeth delicately puncture the outer carapace. Mm-hmm. Housing the the balls. Yeah, they're delicious. Okay. Are you on like some kind of website like douchyvegetables.com? Like I'm, I see you scrolling on your phone. Look, I'm I'm trying to <laughs> I, I don't eat vegetables, so once we get past like broccoli, like I'm I'm done. So I'm yeah, trying to find you. I'm trying to find vegetables. What about broccoli rob? Nah, I'm Italian, so that, I like broccoli rob. Okay. Well I, I always looked at that I, as like broccoli's rich brother. I thought it was broccoli's poor brother because they're like very skinny. Oh, maybe. Yeah. They're very, like, malnourished. Where are you broccoli. at with uh, water chestnuts? 
you know, it's it's funny that you bring that up because I watched again Gordon Ramsay. He went to a uh, a guy who specialized. I think, as a matter of fact, I think the guy had his PhD in water chestnut behavior. What, dude? It was fucking weird. He was some real like redneck version of like a like a British guy, and he was a farmer. But like he specialized. Oi, governor! Not, not it's like Scrivens <laughs> Day already. <laughs> not that bad. But bad enough to the point, obviously, you knew that the guy was a Brit. But he specialized. I'm pretty sure the guy had a PhD, and he specialized in in water chestnut. And he was talking about how, I guess, it's so prevalent to be grown over there in, like, the the fresh-flowing waters. And, it, dude, he was grazing on it like he was a fucking, like he was a horse. That's gross. Yeah, it was very weird. It was uh, very weird. Where are you at with the humble leak? Again, I don't mind leaks. Is it douchebag? I don't know. It might be. What about microgreens? I think that's like a new kind of like hipster. I've never heard of this. Yeah, microgreens. That's what they're making like salads out of now. Like microgreens. They, they'll take like, uh, I believe, like typical salad components and then they harvest them in their baby version of the plant. And they call them microgreens. Yeah. Like micro I feel micro-aggressed like right now listening to talk about microgreens. Safe space. Let me throw this at you. How many people do you think are really interested in this conversation? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> Zero. They just want to hear the fucking like douchebaggery. Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, so then I decided that I needed a protein with our dinner tonight. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think? Like lentils? Uh, mm, no, we didn't go with lentils, huh? No. Beans? Nope. No, I'm not beans. Uh, maybe some chicken. No, I got six pounds of filet mignon, <laughs> a big six pound beef tenderloin. It looked like the same size as Mister Woods' dick. <laughs> oh, <God>. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, gently roasted uh, in the oven to perfection. Dude, it was to perfection. Uh, with a nice uh, bowl of jus with it. Easy. Um, no, the, it's like the gravy, but watery. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, me... jus. Like, au jus. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess technically. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's au Not jus. Not a jus. Au jus. <laughs> okay. Very, all, very all, all the All the au jus ran away when the Aryan carrots showed up. <laughs> Show me your papers. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, so I decided to buy six pounds worth of filet mignon for three people. <laughs> Dude, I stuffed my fucking face. And let me tell you, that was probably, that might have been the second best filet mignon that I've ever eaten. Oh, thank you. Only topped by the first best, which is when you made filet mignon like three weeks ago and I came over here and ate. You're really a bougie fucking bastard. <laughs> I, I, you're the only person I know that buys filet mignon by like the tenderloin, the multiple pound version yeah. of filet mignon. Like I look at <laughs> filet mignon at at Shoprite, and I'm like, oh my god, two small pieces of filet mignon are going to cost me how much? Thirty dollars? Yeah, I'm not getting this. You're, you're buying it like, oh, it's under a hundred. Well, oh, you it's figure two hundred bucks. Yeah, I'll get it. Whatever. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> For dinner before we record a podcast about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, uh, like I could have made spaghetti. You know, oh, uh, well, you figure when you go to a restaurant and you get filet mignon, yes, uh, it runs like eight ounces. It's usually like the the bigger cut. Yeah, it's about an eight ounce slice. Yeah. And that runs you about. Um, you're talking anywhere from like twenty five to thirty five bucks. How many ounces in pounds? Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, yeah. So we had six pounds. So it's like 12, twelve servings. Yeah. So twelve servings would put you at like if it was twenty dollars, it would put you at two hundred and forty dollars. Okay. So anywhere from like two, 
Well, two forty to three sixty is what one hundred and twenty. So two hundred eighty to three hundred sixty bucks right. worth of filet mignon you prepared tonight. Yes, and I didn't just buy it from the supermarket. I went to the artisan butcher and had him trim it and tie it for me. Yeah, you know, and I I knew I was asking a stupid question when I asked you if you were the one that put the uh, the butcher's twine on the. I know how to. No, I know you know oh. how to, but that's why I was just. Why asking. would I? Why Why would you yeah. when you go to the bougie butcher? You know, the get your fucking butcher. You got your bougie fucking vegetables and Brussels sprouts, <laughs> and now we're eating fucking six pound filet mignon tenderloin. Ah, delicious. Uh, yeah. So uh, I did that. Um, I uh, I bought myself new boots. Holy uh, shit! I bought myself, dude. I'm trying to like sell stuff to pay the bills. Uh, do, do you need anything? I could sell. I have yeah, a bunch of got? stuff. Uh, whatever you need. You want a house? I'll sell my house to you. No, nah, you, I, I don't want your palace. Um, wow. You, it's a palace. I, I do have a nice house. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> don't I be do. sorry. No, Listen, no, we be, embrace it. Be better, right? Isn't that what they say? No, that's that's for the poor people. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, I know a lot of you are in quarantine right now, uh, rapidly losing all your money while I'm sitting here eating my six pounds of <laughs> filet mignon. But let me relate with you for a second. <laughs> Uh, yeah, please. Listen, please. listen. There was a time in my life. Yeah, down to layman's terms. <laughs> break it down for you, simple surfs. Yeah, please. Uh, for the rabble, there was a time in my life when uh, I was living on my own, and the only thing I could eat once every other day was a ten cent cup of chicken broth from the vending machine when I worked in a factory. Uh, so I've been down this road before. You listening to me and like uh, this fucking this this guy in his ivory tower of beef yeah but but <laughs> un, unlike you like the people listening have like families and children that they can't feed at the time whose fault is that well you know at the time that you were eating 10 cent fucking beef you were also overseeing the masturbation of cats with like fucking <laughs> bird feathers you know very very unique times you lived in back then we'll talk about that later i think our retro topic for next week is going to be uh, How many fucking animals have you <laughs> masturbated? Yeah, you, you're going to be alone on this one. I am technically none. I have never masturbated okay. an animal. It was just my idea. How many? How many animals have? How many what? On Dyson pipe. Ah! When you fuck up your words, you find yourself in a roll to drink situation. Here on Dyson pipes, we will be rolling one D twenty. Anything higher than a ten, Chris is saved from having to drink an eleven. 11 by the wow, dude. skin of your chinny chin chin. Your dizice, as the kids say, made it all the way over to me. Nice work. Thank you. Um, so I've decided, at least for the time being, uh, to give you a little more bang for your buck on this free podcast that Chris and I are humbly uh, bringing yes. to you. Uh, on the back half, I've really been struggling lately. Like, why do we even have a back half? Why don't we just end after the gameplay? And I decided today. Okay. Not today. I, I, I'm going to discuss it today. Uh, we'll talk about it right now. Uh, I think on at least on the D&D side. And if you want to do this, some, the... Yeah? Do you need this die back? Here you no, go. I got Glenn. Oh, an equally fine toss. <laughs> you... Dude, fucking... You've been rolling like an asshole, but surprisingly, it stayed on the table. What did you get? A one. Is it a one? Let me get the Ciroc. Yes. Yes. Wow. It's your fucking fault. It's my fault that you roll like a last, douche. Last, you were about to week, fucking... You were like, nah, dude, it's been like months since we've had a one. <laughs> now I'm going to drink Ciroc out of a fucking goblet. Thank you, Sam. And Carlos. Oh, that's right. Carlos provided the Ciroc. What is that, coconut? 
Yeah, you want to smell it? No, no. I'm not a fucking teenage girl. I don't need fucking coconut Ciroc. What the hell's wrong with you? Why are you even drinking that? Drink the fucking- It must be punishment. Okay. I have Sam's Chalice of Fumbles. <sighs> so beautiful. <clears throat> Time for the proclamation. Uh, a lot of you guys, it's been so long since we've done this, you might not know. If you roll a one uh, or get a critical miss- uh, in It's a our, fucking fumble. I yeah. swear to God. Uh, you you have to drink something terrible uh, uh, out of a larger quantity, and I've chosen to use uh, my friend Sam- Got me this goblet, uh, allegedly from England, but it looks like he got it from Spencer's, if I'm going to be completely honest. Uh, and mm-hmm. you have to make a proclamation to it. So, <clears throat> to kinsmen and teenage girls. Yeah. The only people who drink Ciroc coconut. How was that? Terrible, dude. Of it tastes course. like perfume. I'd rather drink my piss. Oh, God. Let me take a note. To put sound effects now. Wow. It's been a long time since I've used that thing. Yeah, it's it's got to be like eight weeks. Yeah, it's your fault. I think right about now is when I should call you a. G- okay. Yep. Add that one in. <laughs> uh. Anyway, what yeah. I was trying to say. Yeah, is how you were going to change the show format without informing me before we record. Yes. Go ahead. Yeah, please. Yeah. Enlighten me. Just for just for D&D. Because I'm sure you've had a conversation with this with Barry. Yes, yes. I've had a conversation with this Barry. And he, fuck, dude. Yes. Fuck Barry. Not here tonight, by the way. You, you, and you know the problem with this? Even if he was, it's dark out. We would never be able to see him because that prick doesn't even come inside the cabin. I was going to say, he's not bl- <laughs> In for a penny, in for a pound, am I right? You might as well dive into the deep end. So anyway, I decided, uh, at least while this quarantine thing is going on, give people a little more bang for their buck, put a little more meat on the bone. Okay. A little more meat, like my $200 prime rib. What? uh, uh, Filet mignon. Filet mignon, sorry. I I don't don't drink. I don't don't eat. Fuck. You don't drink? You don't drink? I don't eat that bastard meat. (laughs) 12. Uh, Fuck. I think I'm going to review something I've done. Uh, Entertainment-wise, a movie I've watched, a game I've played, a song I've listened to, something like that. Because I've been in a very weird mood lately. Like all this Corona shit going on. Yeah, yeah. I've been balls deep in zombie stuff. Really? Yeah. Uh, so I think after the, we're not gonna do gameplay today. Uh, we're gonna talk about the gameplay session we just finished. How uh, many people, when you just said that, turned this fucking program off? They're like, hold on, gameplay? No gameplay today? They're gonna miss a gold mine. Let me tell you. Wow. Uh, okay. Nobody. They're here for the. They're here for the laughs about bok choy. Hold on. Before you, bef- <clears throat> yeah, oh, big laughs. Uh, before, you, before you shut the program off, just understand we're doing a new giveaway. Oh, should we hook him in with that? We'll leave it there for right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll come back to it at some point. God, I'm so dirty. I am yeah. the heel. Could uh, a what? The heel. I fucking. Oh say. yeah, your fucking dirty, nasty heel. Yeah. Thank you. <clears throat> Go ahead. It does say dirty heel when you call me. Please, excuse me. Now, how does this work? Your picture will come I up. I fucking if, swear to God, if your phone should. Let me say. Let me say. It's dirty. <laughs> Dude, that's the worst picture of me. I love it. Oh, I love it. Uh, call me. Call me. Okay, hold on. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a flash. Oh, I feel so bad for the listener. Like, they're, they're never going to be able to understand what the fuck we're doing right now. <laughs> but this is good. And when you call me. 
<laughs> That's a good picture. It says the handsome hillbilly. Yes. AKA boss. And a picture of me with a cigarette hanging on my mouth. And it says, this isn't fun anymore. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, we're going to do a, a retrospective of the D&D campaign up to this point. Because um, with everything going on, it's getting a little tough to get together to record. But we're going to talk about the shit that's happened. Do a little review. No modules have been done yet. Um, but just talk about how you're feeling, where you think you're going to go in the campaign and whatnot. Yes. And then uh, I'm going to talk about um, something. I haven't decided oh, yet. God, God. But before we get into any of that, and before the toast, I almost forgot. I am smoking my oh, thank you. George Washington corn cob pipe. That soon will be in the hands of two of our, our uh, listeners. Yes. Packed plentifully mm-hmm. in the chamber yes. of this p- p- pipe. Wow. You're doing good. Is our very first home blend recommended home blend. Right. So you blended this for me. Yes, I did. Uh, so thank you very much. I appreciate it. Yes, you are. Uh, I'm going to bill you at the end of the week. I will. I can afford it. Uh, Obviously, you're fucking <laughs> cooking 10-pound pieces of fucking prime rib tenderloin. Uh, I will let you take over and explain how we got this, what it is, the components. Uh, uh, lead yes. us away. Let me, uh, uh, let oh, me just pull you, it up really quick. What are you smoking? I've way? got uh, some Black House. Oh, <clears throat> uh, delicious. Yeah, I'm not smoking that. Okay. Um, I've got some... <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, James. Um, I've got the uh, the Black House. I think it's a... Uh, uh, Hearth and Home. Yes. Yeah, From Hearth their Marquee home. series. Yeah, Black House. Uh, and it's in my Savinelli Mega. So we had a, uh, a listener who actually... Who won the, uh, the, the pipe and the tobacco, James. He had suggested a couple of things. Ooh. Which I thought was pretty good. He obviously recognizes that I'm the alcoholic of the show. Because amazingly enough, he could not recommend an, an alcoholic drink for you. I'm just easy to please. I'm drinking Ciroc. Yeah. Well, all right. So fine. I'm sorry. Let me reword that. He recognizes that you're a bitch. So he didn't want to make a recommendation because he knows you're like a like a loose little whore. You'll drink anything. <laughs> Unlike me, I'm, I have a very sophisticated palate. Um so James had recommended that I drink. Now, there, there's one thing in this drink that I have no fucking idea what it was. I couldn't find it. I know what it is, but I just, we, we don't have it over here. And that's Baron Jaeger. Right? I've never seen this. And it's like a honey liqueur. I used to do. Um, I've had Jaegermeister. Yeah. But I've never had Baron Jaeger. It, it's Jaegermeister, but from the Baron lands. Uh, no, I don't think that's really what it is. And, and when he first sent this, I'm like, dude, is this, is this some like European kid? And no, he, he's from the continental U.S. He's out mm. on the West Coast. Um, and he listens to us from the West Coast? I know, dude. Fucking shocking. Oof. I would have thought the first like gun thing that we mentioned yeah. clicked off. Uh, or how we make fun of... Tr- or that... Look, all cars need transmissions. Um, he recommended for myself one shot Baron Jaeger, three dashes of Angostura bitters, one shot of bourbon, large ice cube stir... And he recommended pairing it with something. But I enjoyed it so much that I got so drunk the other day, I forgot to smoke tobacco with it. I didn't have Baron Jaeger. I was mixing wild turkey honey. So I did one ounce of wild turkey honey with one ounce of bullet bourbon. Because if I'm going to drink a fucking... If I'm going to drink anything close to an old-fashioned, it's going to be bullet bourbon or bullet rye. So I did, again, one ounce wild turkey honey, one ounce of bullet bourbon. 
I did three. The first drink I had was three dashes of Angostura bitters, and then I ran out. And I was very upset. I didn't realize I was so low on the bitters. Yeah. So I had switched you over. You could have put your finger in there and your bitter personality. I'm a bitter fucking motherfucker, especially <laughs> these past couple of weeks, dude. I'm very fucking salty. Um, I had like this, I had bought this, I almost said bought, and I had bought this German bitters. And I should take a picture of it and put it up on the Instagram and see if there's anybody else out there that's had this. It's actually really good. I bought it at my local liquor store and it was really good. So uh, it was like that spicy yeah. style of bitters. Um, so I was like, I was experimenting with a mixture between that and I also have orange bitters, which I tend to put in my, uh, my old fashions. Um, it, dude, it was fucking delicious for like a quick, was that, was that you or me? That was my laptop. Of course. Your phone speaking through your laptop. Yeah, it's talking to me. So for like a, a poor man's, ver- I, I hate to shit on this guy, but like for like a poor man's version of like a uh, like an old fashioned, yeah. it's like the quick, easy old fashioned to, to put together. I don't have to get like a mixing glass and start stirring up fucking sugar right. and all the shit. Dude, it, it was really good. It was really good. I think next show, next one that we record, I'll bring, if we're going to do a, uh, a retro, yeah, whether we do it today or next week, if it's next week, I'll bring the components for it. We'll make it, we'll drink James's version. Of like the poor man, old fashioned. Is that is that what we're going to? Need? Wow. Uh huh. Fifteen. Okay, good. Is that what we're going to refer to it as from henceforth? I think we call it the the poor man gym. The poor man gym. Right. Okay, I so like that. The drink that I had, I, I had like six of them. <laughs> Dude, it was bad. Like I fell asleep on the. Fl- I didn't even fall asleep on the couch in my family room. I fell asleep on the floor, helping your back out. Like laying on the floor to help your back, and then you just passed out. No, oh. I woke up. I was on the floor. Okay. I was on the couch. Oh, you just. I woke up on the floor. I gotcha. have no idea how I ended up there. Thank yeah. you, Jim. Gravity, James. Well, yeah, gravity. Um, but to get to your tobacco, yes. <clears throat> he also recommended two parts BCA, which is a Lane Limited tobacco. These are all aromatics. Two parts BCA, one part one M, and then one part very cherry. I don't think Very Cherry is Lane Limited. I think it's Sutliff. I I can't remember. I'd have to look at my smoking pipes order. And then you blend them all together. And now you would have to describe it. I can tell you that from the, uh, like the aroma of the mix, dude, it was, it was pretty incredible. Incredible. Like I'm not a big aromatic guy. Right. Um, It it smells like a candy store. Yes. Dude, it smelled delicious. Like it has that like kind of figgy smell that you get from like Virginia's. But then it like it bleeds this like cherry and oh hold on my phone wants to recognize my face I feel so bad for it. Um, How's the room note, dude? It smells incredible in here. It smells incredible, and and that's it, it smells good knowing that the black house is very fucking strong. Right, like it's a very strong odor, but I still smell that like cherry. So here's what's interesting about smoking this. Uh, and I'm sorry not to interrupt. The BCA is Lane Limited. The very cherry is Lane Limited. The 1M is Sutliff. Okay. What is 1M? It's a pipe tobacco. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what gets mixed I up. shouldn't be eating it. No, dude. This isn't... <laughs> no. So here's here's the description. Sutliff 1M. This is not a Jimmy Inks. Oh, my God. I'm going to throw up. Um, a blend of Burley, Virginia's, and Green River Black Cavendish combined with a secret flavoring to create an amazing aroma. Sutliff's 1M blend produces a mellow smoke. Okay. So it's a nondescript, probably like a honey, vanilla, like your typical aromatic. 
Yes, scent. And then the BCA is a blend of fire-cured Cavendish tobaccos discreetly flavored to produce an extremely mellow, slow-burning smoke. And everyone knows, of course, BCA stands for Boys Come Almonds. So that's where it gets its nutty afterbirth from. Afterbirth. Uh, I thought it was <laughs> bitches cut afterbirth. Either one. Yeah. yeah it yeah. depends on uh, East Coast, West Coast. Uh, how do we get out of here? No, there, there is no escape. <laughs> um, so uh, puffing away on this, um, I get the like a nutty, figgy vanilla. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I, what do they call that? Retrohale? When retrohale, I, yeah, yeah. When you retrohale it, it's all cherry all day. And that's fucking weird to me, and it's messing with my brain. See, and it's strange because like this, the room note in here is not predominantly cherry. But when I nose the fucking shit out of that jar, yeah, like I naturally get cherry, which made me think you were really gonna like this because you like that fucking cult blood red yeah. mood. Um, yeah, dude, I, I don't. It, it is. It's kind of like a vanilla cherry room note, but it's very, it's very mild. Yeah, it's weird. I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. It's not biting. It's um, and I'm smoking it pretty fast. It's not. It's not biting me. Uh, I'm a fan. So now we have to we have to name this because uh, I have a, a tremendous jar of this now. Uh, so we learned that uh, this guy. Uh, well, I think it came to about four. So you have four ounces. The way that I ordered it, I think it was like, it was like two to one to one was the ratio okay. that we needed to to blend this based on his recommendation, James. Um, so I ordered two ounces, one ounce, and one ounce. So you you have a total of uh, four ounces over there. Okay, good. Uh, which will last me a might bit because this this might be the, like the, I could do this every day or all day every day. It's an all day every day. Yeah, as it's an all day smoke, as Jim Inks would say. A D E D. Of course. Added. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Added. Added. We're, we're adding. <laughs> the, um, if we want to break it down even further, because I'm sure people are just sitting at the edge of their seats, the 1M, right? That was one of the components, yes. right? Uh, the 1M, according to tobacco reviews, is the flavoring in it would be a vanilla. And the, what's the other one? BCA, correct? Yes. Boys come almonds. <sighs> Oh, that's so fucking nasty, dude. Wouldn't that be painful? It's like passing a kidney stone every time you nut. Yeah, but very large. Very large kidney stones. Dude, I... But I, they are tor- <laughs> torpedo-shaped. Uh-huh. Holy shit, have dude. one fucking giant pee hole like Mr. No. Wood. Would you get another one? Nine. Fuck you. Uh, the BCA says alcohol slash liqueur cocoa slash chocolate and vanilla and whiskey. Okay. So you've got like a, a double dose of vanilla, maybe a little kind of like alcohol whiskey. Right. And then add the cherry on top. So we learned through our communiques with uh, Jim James. that- uh, James, Whatever. Please. That uh, he, well, he speaks is, like a Brit. So, I mean, we should treat him with the utmost respect. We learned that he's a blacksmith. Of that some is of some description, so I suggest mm-hmm. we should name this. Yes, Dyson Pipes presents uh, Jim's blacksmith. Jim's blacksmith. Yeah. Well, that sounds stupid. What? Well, it's typical because it, it came from you. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I think we should take it a step further. I think all of the components. Jim's blacksmith in this- sword. 
this dagger. Has, this has nothing. Skyrim. No, this isn't a level weapon. twelve. <laughs> Just making daggers like a motherfucker. No, this does not present like a weapon. This is very smooth. Why is it? No, not okay. to cut you off. No, be, why is it that do it all the time? When I when I manufacture three thousand daggers, that gives me the knowledge to make bone armor. Because by the three thousandth dagger, you've learned how to fold that metal over. To did the you point, your voice. I did. <coughs> okay, Rona. The fucking Rona's got me. My, 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 my Corona. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. I, dude, it's a video game. Let, let's stay on. Also, target that. Here. Yeah. Sorry. Stay on, stay on target. Stay on target. Okay, so you think that name is no good? I think that name is no good. I think we need to combine the best of all worlds here. So we have James. He was he was kind enough to introduce this to us. He is a blacksmith. And you are smoking an aromatic blend of tobacco. So I think the name of this should be James mm-hmm. Arrow Smith. <laughs> this should be called Arrowsmith. Unlike that shitty American band. This is where it's at. That is pretty good. <laughs> that is pretty good. I wanted to shit on it, but no. All right. So from henceforth, uh, we will refer to this as Aerosmith. I, I I think so. All right, good. Bar- oh, he's not here. And not Aerosmith like A E R O. No, right. That's how the yeah. shitty band A R O A R O. Yeah, I can imagine. I think every time you smoke it, though, we should play this song. I think so. Yeah. Uh, when I take a puff mm-hmm. of the bowl, it reminds me. Yes. Of being in a field, and yes. watching the stars. Maybe a meteor shower. Kareen overhead. The wind Mm -hmm. gently blowing through all the skin tags hanging from my thighs. You should see a doctor for this. It almost looks like spray insulation just hanging from my crotch. Lazily dancing. This is still fair use, right? Uh, At this point, who fucking cares? Doesn't matter. No. If we ever become famous, we can delete this episode. (laughs) Why? why (laughs) We just named the fucking amazing tobacco. That's true. All right. So this is the Aerosmith bland. The what? Fuck, dude. I couldn't even announce the goddamn tobacco. It is not bland. bland. Well, that is for sure. Far from that. Sorry, James. Hold on. 18. Well, well, so we're going to call this the Aerosmith blend presented by James. And, and well, Dyson. no, and it would be Dyson Pipes presents colon Aerosmith, Aerosmith by James. By James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Good. All right. I need everyone to raise a glass. We've exhausted enough time. I think this should just continue. I would like to propose a toast. Uh, yes. Now, this is a little different. This toast is very specific to me. Uh, and I guess to you also. I hate the guy. I am proposing a toast to the Cretan that acts in name only. As the janitor for where we work. Mm. <sighs> Tell me I, how you really feel. I don't even know how to begin. Just let it out. Let it off your this chest. This man just one day. I want to get drunk. Appeared uh, at our work site. Appeared or was hired to be I'm employed sure, by? I'm sure at some point he went through a hiring process. But oh, for God. our purposes, one day he was not there. And one day he was. It's like he's a manifestation of stupidity. Yes. Okay. He is a 
gigantic, oddly built man. He's very thin. Have you ever seen uh, House of a Thousand Corpses? I have, yes. Remember Tiny? I would have to look him up. Tiny is the one that's gigantic, but he, he, like one of his legs is significantly shorter than the yeah, other one, so yeah, he work, yeah, yeah. walks like diagonally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He looks like Tiny from House of a Thousand Corpses, uh, except he's very skinny. He's got like a hunched back and like a like a distended chest because his ribs are all fucking misshapen. Uh, and he's also like very light-skinned black, which I, the only reason I bring that up is because what, his- what, what does that have to do with anything? I'll tell you why. Because if you were to close your eyes mm-hmm. and listen to him talk, it sounds like Hank Hill. Damn it, Bobby. Like th- yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to take a shit in yeah. the middle of this floor and I'm going to call OSHA. You motherfuckers. Yes. I hope you end up in Fallujah. Quit whacking in my camper. <laughs> that boy ain't right. So this monster, I don't know if I should start with his mental habits or his cleaning habits. I'm not sure which one enrages me more. You don't want to start with his title? Can, can, before we start this, can you please do me a favor? Yes. Can you take the cap and place it back on the Ciroc and put that fucking <laughs> bottle away? I am so sick of staring at it. We don't drink fucking Ciroc on this show. Only when I roll a one. Only when you roll a one, which now, dude, I'm terrified to roll a one. But you don't have to. No, now I have to. No, you've set the bar as low as it's possibly been set. Oh, those are all empty bottles in there? No. That's just shit that we don't really like. Oh, I didn't think you were holding out on me. All right, go no, ahead. No, no, no. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even know that that was in there. I saw Knob Creek and I got yeah. excited for a second. There's, uh, I think there's some in there. There's a Chivas. Oh, no, no. Yeah. It's no the Chivas. stuff that like, yeah. Yeah, yeah we try not to drink. Uh, right. where, where are we? He's the what? His title? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, let's start with his title. What's his title? Because uh, he's not a janitor. Uh, I'm sorry. Building Maintenance Supervisor. Thank you. He's a fucking janitor. Thank you very much. No, he's a supervisor. So I guess I'll start with his cleaning habits. Not only is he a supervisor, but he has to let everybody know that he's a supervisor. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, In in conversations that does not require it at all. Exactly. Hey, how are you today? Oh, not bad for a supervisor. Yep. All right. Didn't need to know that. Supervisor. He has a staff of one. Whatever. Uh. I like to think that this this toast will apply to some people because I'm sure people have this type of person in their workplace, even though most of you are unemployed and poor. Wait, you're telling me not many people out there are buying fucking six-pound filet mignon tender ones? <laughs> that, that's what you're saying? Uh, so he will... Yes. Incessantly. The, the number one thing he does that I... The first thing that I noticed that he does is when he is mopping the floor... And we'll get into the mop bucket later. Oh, God. But just his his habits and his mannerisms. Mm-hmm. He will purposely find a group of two or more people standing around talking, and that is where he must go. And he does it all day. If two or, th- two or more people stop to talk, he will, like a laser-guided missile, excuse me, and push his way through with his filthy fucking mop water. Yes. Uh, he launches the garbage bags around the building with 
reckless abandon to the point that I make I make it an issue that when I know he's about to throw garbage bags, I will walk out in front of them and get hit by them. Yes. Just to create conflict. Yes. I've known... Watch your back! I've known an individual or two who have been known to carry some sort of sharp-bladed instrument that go around this facility that we work in and look for the garbage cans and then cut the garbage bags as low as they can visibly be in the garbage pail. So when the janitor tries to, I guess, corral the 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 top end of the garbage bag to pull the garbage out he pulls it off from like the uh, how would you explain that like you overflow it right? right around the side he he would roll it up and then try to grab the top to pull the garbage bag out and all he would pull all he would pull would be the top of the garbage bag and the remaining garbage would right. stay in the pail yeah cuz when you put these big black uh like industrial bet oh industrial bags in the garbage cans you have like that lip of bag yes. that hangs over the rim the uh the the uh the threshold of uh-huh. the garbage can well said and yeah the garbage will pile up above the brim of the garbage can so yeah like you said when he pulls it up and then smushes all the garbage in and he ties it when he lifts it up <laughs> it was all for naught because now not only is the bag sliced in half uh <laughs> Now the garbage is just loosey goosey <laughs> in the garbage can. I I also know a certain maybe handful of individuals that when he replaces the garbage bag, when the garbage bag is new, somebody then takes said blade and carves an X into the bottom of it. <laughs> so again, when he ties the top and pulls all the garbage falls out the bottom of the bag. Yes. One way or another, he gets got. Oh, he gets got all right. Uh, which launches him into tirades, oh, which is God. the only fun part about him is yes. when he loses his shit. Mm-hmm. But uh, so he'll he'll purposely find people that are congregating and cut through them. He'll purposely launch garbage bags around the building. Again, uh, all helter skelter. <laughs> uh, and one of the most hated things is if you're down in the bathroom taking a shit. His gigantic retard paws come over the top of the door of the bathroom stall. And his beady little eyes, his beady little retard eyes come up over to look at you. You need any paper? Who asks that? Him. How about this? Look, here's a novel idea for a fucking retard. You look under the fucking door because the door does not extend all the way down to the ground. So you can see if there are feet Yes. And by the position of the feet, you can tell if somebody's taking a shit. Right. And all you got to do is, excuse me, right. you need to, and then ask if you need fucking toilet paper. He's got this thing where the door to the women's room must be open. I don't know what that is. He always puts a garbage can. He opens the women's restroom door and then props the door open with a garbage yep. can. Well, in, in, in defense, and not really a defense, he does it for both. He does it for the men and the women. And the reason why you might not see the men's is because every time I see that, I kick the fucking, the the chuck out of the door. Good. Yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, And then, like, the last thing I want to do, the problem is, like, when the door is open, all right, so really quick, in, like, the main kind of, like, congregating area that we have at work in the warehouse, there is a, uh, the, the bathroom has a double door entrance. And the doors are aligned, right? They're in a direct line with the urinal. And the last thing I want to do is have two doors propped open 
and me taking a piss at the fucking urinal and some female walking by in the in the outside area of the bathroom and see me with my fucking hog out right. at the urinal taking a piss. Now, granted, my back is to her, but to, right. like I view that as being disrespectful. Yes, and also it's way too small for her to see. Um, well, even if I was facing her. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Is that a Ken doll? Is that a thimble? <laughs> Why? You're spilling water out of your thimble. Yeah. They uh, wouldn't be able to tell. But it's just, it's fucking rude. Yes. And then ultimately, the the coup de grace, mm-hmm. uh, the piece de resistance, yes. if you will. When instead of cleaning the urinals uh, with like a scrubber, and, and like I get it, dude, it's fucking nasty or whatever. But you're you're a fucking a janitor. Mm-hmm. It, it comes to the territory, I suppose. Uh, rather than actually cleaning the urinals, what he does is he fills them to the tippity top with just straight bleach. Yes. And now, if we've had a busy night at work. Uh, and we're drinking lots of water or whatever, like that liquid is building up inside of us. And when we piss, if it's the only time we pissed all day, right? We're talking like 10 hours, eight hours of not pissing. Uh, the shit is like potent. Yes. So now we're mixing like ammonia with bleach. With bleach. And we're making mustard gas. I've almost gone blind pissing yes. in the bathroom. Dude, it's it's bad because the longer I piss, the more my eyes start to water. Yes. And there, there should not be a direct correlation between crying and peeing. <laughs> you know? It's fucking terrible. Yes, that's specifically for the notebook. What did you, Hold on. Did you just reference the notebook? It's a great movie. What the fuck did you just say? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a... It's a... It's a... Ooh. It's a touch, touching movie about love and love. Wow. Lost. Oh, God. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> Let's uh, get back to the mustard gas. Yeah. So oh, yes. he uh, he's a horrible human being. Yeah, he is. Uh, and then he, there is his ranting and ravings. Now, he is um, very dramatic, politically charged. Oh, great way to put it. Uh, we've never really talked straight politics on this show, obviously, on purpose. Nobody wants to fucking hear it. And ultimately, nobody really gives a fuck what we think. Of course. Um, we like to make jokes, and, and that's pretty much like very, very surface level stuff. You know who else I don't care about their political beliefs? The guy who cleans my toilets? The fucking janitor! <laughs> I don't care what the janitor has to say. Uh, he, ever since this coronavirus thing started, uh-huh. a vote for Trump is a vote for the corona. Has it what? made any sense? What? So he believes he believes that the coronavirus was created in Area 51. And he believes that somehow a Chinaman insurgent posing as an American scientist took the Rona, much like Dennis Nedry in Jurassic Park. He took the vials and hid them inside of a can of Barbasol. Okay. Look, we got dots. We got dots here. Nobody cares. <laughs> uh, he then, during a hurricane, 
locked all of his computers so that nobody could catch this Chinaman. And he fled Area oh. 51 in a Jeep. Uh, he was attacked by Dilophosauruses, but he survived it. Uh, and he put the coronavirus on a plane from Area 51 destined for Wuhan, China, where they then tried to weaponize it. Mm-hmm. Against who? The Italians. The Africans. And that was going to set the stage for the New World Order. Hold on a sec. Hold on. Hold on. on. Mm -hmm. I know we like to joke around on this show. Please tell me that you are kidding. Please tell me this is not an actual conversation that you heard. Oh, yes. You heard this guy say that a Chinese double agent Uh stole... Secret Asian man. Secret Asian oh, I man. I thought we get through a whole episode without this <laughs> fucking slide whistle. Did you just do the? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, that was actually pretty good. So he thinks that a double agent Asian man, double Asian, a double Asian man, yes, stole COVID nineteen from Area fifty one. Right, possibly went through eighteen. Also, stole all, all nine versions of the COVID. Virus, yes, one through nineteen, and the novel, waited, and the notebook. That come on, you he said took, a novel. He took the novel, COVID nineteen, and the actual COVID nineteen. Oh my god! And the movie based on the novel. He took all of the, it. the whole screenplay and everything. Took everything out of Area Fifty One. Yes, waited for a hurricane. Yes, that never happens in Nevada. No, the hurricane was me just comparing it to Jurassic Park. Oh, I'm sorry. I I, I thought it was all too real. Um, <laughs> I was about to ask you about the dinosaurs, too. Very strange. Shipped the shit to fucking Wuhan mm-hmm. and tried to blame it on the U.S. government. To take out Africa and establish the New World Order. <sighs> He's not alone in this theory. Please stop it. No, our friend, our friend Roberto. No, come on, man. Him and Roberto, another guy that we work with. I can't. Who's like a tin hat conspiracy guy, like an Alex Jones type of a guy. Um, Yeah. So I had finally, I snapped. Mm -hmm. Good. And as you should, I I was there for this. I just started reenacting him telling his theory. Uh, in his big duh, oh, here, let me tell you what I think. I think that a secret Asian man working in Area 51 took the goddamn COVID-19 and he flew it back to Wuhan, China, <laughs> and then they were going to use that to take down Mother Africa. Tell you what. Well, how did he respond to that? He took exception to this because as he, I was leaving. I thought you were like echoing his sentiments. He would have like, right, really yeah. appreciated yeah. it. Yeah, that big white boy gets me. Nope. As I'm leaving, mm-hmm. hey, hey, big guy. And I stop and I turn around. He's sitting, he's holding the door. Who's taller, by the way? He is slightly. Okay. Yeah. Because you are a fucking giant. Yeah. Uh, less tall, more retarded. Uh, yes. Me. No. So he, he, hey there, big guy. So I turn around and I look at him. Yeah. And he's just staring at me, like mm-hmm. mean mugging me. Was he holding his mop? Yes. Of course he was. Yes. You some kind of stand-up comedian? Okay. So I walk right up to him. I get like, you know, close to him. I love that. The awkward stare. Yeah. And uh, where were you staring, by the way? Were you staring at his hairline? Because I, you, you have a very good knack for doing that. <laughs> no, I wasn't doing that. One of the, like the most uncomfortable things that you can do, <laughs> which is great. No, no, no. I was looking at his tiny little eyes. Uh, uh, no. 
I'm not a stand-up comedian. Oh, cuz. And as soon as he started talking, I said, but I do a mean karaoke. And I turned around and started walking away. And he tried to yell at me. And I couldn't hear what he was yelling at me because I immediately started singing. You may notice I like to sing. No. I immediately started singing Journey. Of course, of course you do. Don't stop <laughs> believing, even if you're believing. Was he trying to like motherfuck you? He was yelling leaving? over my singing. Good. Of course he was. But I couldn't hear what he was saying. Shouldn't he be mopping the fucking floor? Yes. As a janitor? Yes. Yeah. What That's exactly dick. what he should be doing. Like, nobody gives a fuck about his opinions of where this coronavirus came right. from. So that led, this this guy's attitude and his mannerisms have led to this eternal war between the guys that we work with and him of uh we'll super glue his equipment to the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh clog the toilets, clog the sinks <laughs> to which point the three of the sinks are broken and can, apparently can't be repaired. Uh, unrepairable. You might as well just rip him out and just leave like blank spaces in the wall. Yeah. Well, the same thing like the urinals. We had two, right? Two urinals out for like a year. It took about a yes. year to get those urinals fixed. And one of them still isn't right. It, well, it I'm floods convinced if they, you use it. I'm convinced they never did anything. There was never probably anything not. done. Yeah, you know, not. They just took the bags off. Right. Because somewhere in our company, they have decree that our bathroom must resemble the bathroom from Saw. Yes. I'm waiting for like a dead man to be like handcuffed to the floor. Yeah. Every time I walk into the bathroom, I'm expecting to see you on the floor sawing your own leg off <laughs> <laughs> out of a bear trap. <laughs> you want to play a game? That's so terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so anyway, yeah. uh, to the janitor. No, hold on. Well, oh. let, You didn't go over his uh, mop bucket in the mop. Oh, Let's um, touch upon that really quick. How many square feet would you say are our, our uh, offices? Uh, I, I think it's quite large. Uh, all right. If I had to guess. Two floors. Uh, three. Sorry. It's, three. It's three. It's three. Two plus the basement. Three stories. So I would say maybe 6,000 square feet. 6,000 square feet. I already know you know the answer to this, but just for the and listener. And it's probably more. It's yeah. probably more. I would say that's probably being conservative. A hundred percent. Out of 6,000 feet, how many times has he changed the mop water? Yeah, never. Never. Not once. Dude, I'm con- so here's what I'm convinced. I'm convinced that the mop that he uses is the same mop that has been employed for as long as I've been employed. Yes, the, the mop is the same. I'm talking like when he fills the water and puts oh, the chemicals in. 100%. No, no, no. We're going to get to that. So n- not only is the mop like over 10 years old, I would say that what this asshole does is he takes the mop bucket, right? And I'm sure a lot of people out there understand what a janitor's mop bucket is, right? It's like that yellow bucket. It it has the water at the base of it, and then it has that mechanism by which you drain the mop, right? It's got like a lever on it. Yeah, so you you dunk it in the big part, and then you lift it up, and you put it up into this little like, uh, it almost looks like like a bear trap again. so itchy. (laughs) And uh, it's got that lever. Yes. So you put the mop in the lever, and you pull the lever, and it squeezes all the mop water, like the excess water out. Right, right, right. So here's what I think he does. I think that water's been in there for minimum three years. I think what he does is he wheels that mop bucket into his little office, shed, closet. It's a weird room. It's got like a shower in it for some reason. Yeah. But, well, the shower is in there because it's supposed to have a drain for the mop water. And then he's supposed to fill the mop bucket up with it. Yeah. So he's got got this little like like rectangular shape It's like a utility closet. Yeah. Uh, And it's got this like... um, a granite square yes. with a ledge yes. that you have to step over, and mm-hmm. it's got the the drain, uh, the two uh, the two nozzles for hot and cold water with the what a shower head. Uh, well, yeah, but it's got the lower and the upper. Like you yeah. could take a shower in it. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get why they installed that. 
But whatever. I, I think what he does is he wheels that mop bucket in there. He does not change out the water. I think all he does is just add every day new chemicals into the, the water that's already dirty within the mop bucket. I could see him doing that. Because if you ever watch him drag this mop across the floor of like the common area, dude, the mop should not be fucking brown. I was just going to ask you what color are the strands of the mop, yeah, of it, the cloth mop itself? It, it looks like a, a, a really aged whiskey. You know what I'm saying? Like it has like this very dark kind of like nutty brown characteristic to the fibers of the mop. And that's not normal. No. Dude, that's not what you should be dragging across the floor to like clean, especially in the times that we're faced with, right? And especially like, I guess, amazingly enough, we're considered essential employees. So like we have to go to work during this and he's dragging around the same fucking mop that I'm convinced is fucking 10 years old and it's never been washed. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, so he does all six thousand square feet uh-huh. with the same. Yeah, mid, so best case scenario. Yeah, yeah. The water because he always starts in the the room where we have all the servers and stuff. So he because it's right. small, so he'll start in there, and then work his way out into like the meeting rooms and shit. And he, but if you watch him, what he does is he'll he'll do that little area, and then he comes out and he goes into the furthest corner with his little mopper bucket. He takes the mop, he takes it out of the pail, he puts it on the ground without wrenching it out with the mechanism. I've never seen him use that. No, never. And then he drags the mop. (laughs) Like a slug. (laughs) Yes, from one corner (laughs) of the room to the other. So he drags all this dirty fucking, it looks like bile, all the way across in a diagonal pattern to the opposite end of the room. And then he starts to mop from there. Yes. So all you're doing is taking dirty water and just spreading dirty water around, which is probably the water that was cleaned from the day before. It's funny because it smells like old hose water. Like remember when you were a kid, you played of with the, the hose in the summer? Yeah, yeah. That rubbery, coppery oh, yeah, water yeah. smell. It's a great smell. Yeah, that's why I want to drink from the bucket all the time. When it's not mixed with filth and bleach. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's gross, man. It's the only mop bucket I've ever seen that doesn't have it doesn't have any uh, yep. suds. In I, it. I wasn't gonna say anything, but no suds. I, I was getting aggravated with you. No way! You rolled a fucking one again. Wow! Break that Ciroc out. I almost want to join you, but sorry, buddy. Wow! 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 Might as well leave it out. Yep. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, now I feel like it's my fault because I told you to put it away. It is your fault. Oh, okay. My fumbly hands are rolling to die. In in gameplay and in this uh-huh. treasure ahead. trove of words, keep, keep for, making for months we okay. haven't we yes. haven't done a one. Uh-huh. You say something, and now I've gotten two, and people are gonna be they're doing it on purpose. Fuck it, rock. No, I don't. I don't think that is so gross, dude. I don't know how you're drinking that. Because it must be painful. You should pour more in there, though. You don't have to drive home. <sighs> to Kinsman and the retarded janitor. <sighs> Yo, just you listen. Just listening to you sip that is gross. Can 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 I please see the bottle? I just want to smell it. I got it. I caught it. Good catch. Oh my god! It tastes like perfume. 
It tastes like those old uh, lady Puerto Rican candies that are like in the purple wrapper. I don't know what that is. <sighs> I don't. I don't deal with the Puerto Ricans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, real quick. Um, let's let's talk about D and D. So um, we left off with uh, you. Uh, number one, how do you like the armor? I'm sorry, I was trying to take a picture of this rock. Oh, okay, for the Insta chats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I, I feel like you're 100 percent correct. Like people are going to think, like, oh, these guys are full of shit. And the last thing I want to be accused of is fucking fluffing it. Yeah, for the radio. We probably wouldn't need listeners to have that happen, but I, don't think, I feel like you know what? Before we get into this, I feel like we're not very popular in the D and D community. <laughs> Wait, yeah, you think? Ah. Do Do you really want to get into why? Do you really want to do that right now? No, I don't want to do that. I'm right sure now. maybe me making fun of all of them isn't helping our cause. No, no, it's probably it, it's probably not. Well, maybe if uh, whatever, dude. I don't, I don't yeah, who cares? Do it. Uh, fuck them. Um, so let's talk about the D and D campaign thus far. Uh, how do you like the situation with the armor? I must throw up in my mouth. Oh God! Oof. I must throw up in my butt. <laughs> must spin them devil legs. Uh, yeah. By the way, uh, for dessert. <laughs> you had chocolate cake. I had carrot cake. My son, six deviled eggs. Amazing. For, for dessert. Creep. It, not one. Six. Six. Yeah. Just a fucking hammer. <laughs> he loves his protein. He really does. Should have made him run. Or rake. Rake, I think, is a great idea. Yeah. Uh, dude, the armor is great. I, I think the, the mechanism by which we're incorporating the like higher level play is unique. Right, I, yeah. I I don't know if there's any campaign that you can listen to on a podcast right now that's doing anything like we're doing, um, and I think that's excuse me, I don't want to get all choked up over this, <laughs> but I I think that's uh, uh my my hats off to you for doing that. This is again a podcast where we have two people that haven't played in fucking decades, right? I think right. decades is fair to say. Yeah, we haven't played in decades. We have no friends, so well, this is a very true. weird show. It. it yeah, I don't know why I have to bring up the fact that we have no friends. It's kind of depressing, and you just kind of sank me a little bit. Sorry. I was on a high with a $100 filet mignon. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, dude, the, the incorporation of spells, right? Yeah. As like, a, like an arcane trickster rogue being added to this armor in the gauntlets, I, I think is a fucking, it's a novel idea. I think not one that, Really, anybody that I've heard of, and I've listened to a decent amount of uh, like D and D podcasts. I don't, I don't really remember anybody no. doing anything like this. So it's it's a very cool idea. It's very unique and and new and fresh. So you have this armor, uh, and everyone knows by now that if you read, if you use the goggles and read certain texts, it uh, it recharges the goggles, but it could recharge them with a different spell. So every day is a new day. So now. Who's saying that? Is that? I think it's P.O.D. I'm sorry. Every day is a new day. Yep, nailed it. <laughs> okay. Uh, so you never know what you're going to get, but it all depends on the text. So I, I'm, I'm assuming eventually what's going to happen is um, I'm going to acquire... Uh, a, a decent amount, maybe two or three. Additional Who knows? texts. But I'm going to have these additional texts that I'm going to read with the goggles and it's going to recharge them. And over time, we'll learn what the, uh, with what, what 
will learn what each text is in relation to the goggles to determine what spell. Correct. Right. Uh, so now, <clears throat> these goggles that you ha- uh, the, the lenses that you have now are a stop time spell. Right. Uh, which, to my knowledge, and I'm not sure off the top of my head, I don't think that's in the regular rule book. I thought it was. I think is there? Yeah, because I think that's like a fucking that's like a super powerful spell. Because I thought that was like a level nine. Maybe it is. Like wizard spell. Yeah. Which sucks because I'm gonna burn through those and it, like that's one of those things that in essence, really in any other campaign, right? Because if we take a look at like a I thought I saw something. I'm just half drunk. Um ghosts. If if we're gonna play this character to like a level nine arcane trickster, like that, that's something that I think ultimately in the long run should never happen. Right. Right. So that I, I could see that as being like one of those things where holy shit, like I have this. Like now, you know, let, let's let's hold on to that one. Right. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, so when you stop the time, you go up to the surface and you see everyone in the area running. They're all frozen in time, but. Up in the sky, there's some kind of flying ship adorned with these large bones. I think it's friendly. Yeah, at the time you didn't. No, at the, of course I don't think. <laughs> I mean, me in real life, I would think it's friendly. Right. But no, no, as far as like, no, as far as the campaign goes, no, this is not going to be good. Yeah. Uh, so now we've activated all the portals at once. The problem is we don't know where any of the portals go. Right. Uh how do you feel? How do you like the campaign so far? Oh, I love it. Which is kind of fucking. I feel bad because that's kind of a loaded question. Like, what, what am I supposed to say? Yes. Fuck, dude. Wait, we're in like the gameplay version. Oh, no, oh, man. It's a four. <laughs> dude, I thought it was a one. I got so nervous. Where's the stack, by the way? I don't know. That's how long it's been since you've rolled a one. I have no idea. It might be in the mirrored cabinets of death inside. No, I, 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 I brought it in to wash it the last time you got a one, which okay. I think was in like... Dude, it had to be like January. Yeah. Um, to to wash it. And I haven't seen it since. Wash. Uh, All right. I, right. Yeah, so I, I kind of feel bad answering, answering that question. But so far... All right, let me put it like this. For not having played D&D for decades... Dude, I'm like at the edge of my seat every time we play D&D to the point where I think the last time we actually played was like, I, I feel like it was months ago. It was pretty long ago. Because we recorded, I think, what, like an eight-hour session that day? So we've been using all this gameplay, and I'm like jonesing, and the only thing that's keeping me from like wanting to dive back into that so quickly is the fact that we just started a Shadowrun campaign. Right. And I'm like, like that was my, my true love, if you want to look at yeah. it like that, from like a gameplay point of view as a kid. So, yeah, dude, I, I think it's awesome. Again, and we just talked about this, but I think the, the the concept of creating spells through, like, the armor and these goggles is a fucking awesome idea. So, like, being limited by how many spells can be cast through, like, the, these lenses and, and you know, like, the mage hands and the daggers and the fucking crawls. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. I'm like a kid again playing this shit. Yeah. I think... Uh, and now I'm very nervous. I think it doesn't have any combat. I don't remember the last time we rolled combat. I think it was the snakes. 
Yeah, the snakes probably were the were the last time. But also keep in mind, I think like we've been building. I right. think it's been a lot of like lead in to where this character's trying to get to before we get Yeah, into, after like, our the, last gameplay session, I, I remember telling you, congratulations, we've made it to chapter one. Right. Like all of this was kind of a build up because I was originally thinking about just starting you with all of this shit. Yeah, but what fun would that be? Uh, and we decided to do like a it's level like a zero. Yeah, yeah, it's like a prologue up to the, the character. Yeah, so... Um, I think uh, the, the for those of you who enjoy man down, for those of you who enjoy combat in D and D, that's going to be rapidly approaching. Uh, but look, and and I'm all for combat. I think part of me in any gameplay, in any game style, yeah, uh, my main focus is combat. Right. Like I'm all for like the narrative part of the game, but dude, combat is really where it's at. Like I want to kill shit. Yeah. That's the whole point. If I want a fucking narrative, I'll go talk to my wife. I lost my. There it is. Thank you. There we go. You're welcome. Um, what is your plan now? When we sit down to record again next week, when we put together the next round of gameplay, right, right. Where is your headspace at? Are we just gonna fucking hit these portals and just hit the ground running and just, let's just figure out where the fuck we're going, or are you gonna go get Citadel? Because we have the old man who told you about his children. So that is kind of like the next primary objective. Dude, and like the sick part of me wants to fucking hang around and find out what's up with the ship. You know? So I might just... Because again, we left it time frozen, ship coming in. You ran away like a little girl. And I ran away like a little girl. <laughs> so, and and I really, I almost want to see like, is is this is this one of those things where... I want to come back to it and find out what happened or do I want to be there and be right. part of what happened? You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think a lot is going to be where I feel mentally the character is in the moment, so to speak. Would I like to get Citadel? 100%. Um, but, dude, part of me just feels like this is like the the main bad guy. You know, like leading up to like right. Act One, you know, and like I, j I just want to confront it head on and 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 really see, see what like where this is going to go. Yeah, because you you definitely have been playing very tepid, just in in general in everything this character has done has been very like uh, going all the way back to when you found the first portal. And well, like just all right, that that's fine, and let's talk about that. I mean, you you have a character right that was a family man. He had a kid. He was kind of like in the. Uh, he, he, he was kind of in like the like the uh, like the black market version of a uh, of like a harbor master, right? right? He was doing some illegal fucking shit, um, but again, like very oh, boring illegal shit. Very boring, you know. Skimming like, some diamonds off the top, yeah, like forging manifests and 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 things like that to try to make a little extra coin on the side. And now he's come across like these mag magical items. I don't think it's one of those things where I I'm trying to play him as though it was real. Yeah. Right? Like, if that was me and I came across shit like that, yeah, I'm not running into combat. Yeah. Like, I'd want to gradually work my way into it to see exactly what it is that I'm capable of. Because otherwise, I think now you're just you're just doing it to fucking throw dice down. Yeah. Like you know, when a bat almost killed you. Dude, a bat almost killed me. And, <laughs> and then, then a, a crocodile. And then a crocodile. And spiders <laughs> and fucking snakes. So, so it's been like, and then look at the whole interaction at the fucking, at, at that, at that, at the Bastille, right? And then the, the bridge. So it's almost like a, like one thing after another has almost killed this guy. Oh, the Bastille. Yeah. What a great interaction. You, I, Yeah, you remember the name of the casino. I guess that means you must have really liked it because I forgot what it was. Oh, called. 100%. No, dude, it's been, it's been great the whole way. 
as we've gone through the campaign. And I was playing a lot of Red Dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> no, what a great deal. name. What a great name. <laughs> um, I just think I just think it, it's all leading up to like it's almost like a confidence builder. Yeah. For Harrison. Let's you know? um let's go through the major NPCs real quick. I'm trying to get your temperature. Uh so uh Alexanderson. Overall, good guy, bad guy. For you personally. Like uh like is he your do you look does does Harrison, look at him as an antagonist that you don't like, or, or a, a protagonist that you don't like, or an Ooh. antagonist. Well, he'll look at him as an antagonist. Okay. What about I, the, you as a player? Oh, as 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 the, as the character. Yeah. The character is a is an antagonist. Me, okay. I, I still don't have a read on him, but I I play Harrison that he's an antagonist. Okay. Because I I can't read him yet. I don't know what his angle is, and and it could just be that he's what he's a captain, right? Yeah. In the Thunder Force, so it could just be that, you know, everybody in this world is anti magic or like not accustomed to magic, and now here's this weird shit happening. So everybody's kind of on their toes. So with him being a uh, like an officer in the Thunder Force, like he's he's just very. He, he wants to question everything, like and kind of understand where he's coming from, but at the same time, like Harrison is not going to let his guard down with him, right. so he views him as an antagonist. Uh, the old man that lives in between the cities. Oh, dude, don't I can't read him at all. Okay. I, I don't know what's up with him yet, and and because of him, it's changed Harrison's opinion on the three sisters. I was the, just going to ask you. Let's the, get a little more complicated. The three sisters I thought were protagonists initially. But now I'm starting to think that they're antagonists and maybe this guy is a protagonist, which then makes me wonder what Citadel's role is in all of this. If he's just this like, like mindless fucking being that is just there for me and he's not there to like coach Harrison along any path or is he working one side over the other? And, and that's still something that I think I need to put the pieces together on. What about your armor? Is your armor helping you, you think, or is it against you? I, as of right I think, now, I think we've established by this point that it's somewhat sentient. See, I'm still trying to play it that Harrison doesn't even believe that it's sentient. Sent mm-hmm. incontinent. Thirteen, incontinent. Um, I'm trying to play Harrison that the voices are still like it's something tied to the sisters. It's some greater being. It has nothing to do with the armor. Okay. So even though obviously it is because this only started really once I put the armor on and then once I really like channeled my focus, like I was able to learn mage hands and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But he's, uh, I'm, I'm trying to have it where he believes that this is some like existential interaction right. that he's experiencing that has nothing to do with the armor. The old god. Still no read. The okay. whole like, uh, um, oh, dude. Oh, I wasn't going to say. Who is the old king and his son? Grayson Crestseeker? Yeah. Like, still no idea what's going on with the two of them. Well, what do you think? I, like, You got to be kind of going one way or the other. Yeah, but I'm still trying to read. Like, So th- the son was the first traveler. Maybe. I'll take that as a yes based on your face. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. So... so- the son. I don't have my notes. Yeah, the son Hendrick created the Thunder Force. Correct. Grayson was the first traveler. Right. That's what I meant. Grayson. Yeah. 
Grayson's the father. Right, but right, the right. first traveler. Right. So Grayson was the first traveler. But I have not put together how many, if there have been multiple iterations of this traveler, how many there have been. Okay. Because obviously a lot of time has passed, right? Since the uh um since the original iteration of the like Imperial City. Right. Um, and this connection to like these foreign lands where magic was was in like abundance. There's um, I I think it's fair to say Harrison does not understand how much time has gone by, and that's done by design. Nobody knows, right? Um, all right. So putting money on the table. Mm-hmm. First gut reaction: old guy, good or bad? Good. Sisters, bad now. Uh, Citadel. What's the word? In the middle? Yeah, yeah, neither. Like, okay. He, he's like... Um, just is. Just exists. He's just there. Uh, old God. Again, just money on the table if you had to take a stab in the dark. I, I To be honest, I, I haven't even like... Considered it? I haven't considered it. It's just like, like I almost view it as one of those things where like, like mythological gods versus right, current right, right. gods. I got gotcha. you. You know, th- there's like this, this line of demarcation that it's neither good nor bad. It's just a, a belief system that people right. had. Okay. Uh, are we leaving anybody out? I don't think so. I think, no, I don't obviously. think we have to talk about Whitmore now. No, 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 no. They're, they're protagonists. Yeah. They're, they're, they're your buddies. People. Um, oh, Maximo. What? Dude, he's not dead. That motherfucker is Who knows? We'll never know. Do you well, think sure last question and then we'll uh we'll wrap this up. Uh is a uh the bloody bell, the baroness oh, alive God. or dead? Dude, I hope she's alive. Like a sick part of me wants her to be alive. The 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 character wants her to be dead. Right. But me like I want her to be alive because I want to revisit the idea of trying to assassinate her. <laughs> I just, I don't know why, you have dude, to kill her. I fucking hyped this up so bad in my mind that, like, I had to stage some sort of, like, assassination attempt on her fucking life, you know? So, I guess, uh, uh, I guess we'll find out because I'm sure if she's alive. Well, now with this whole, like, like bone ship coming right. into the Imperial City, like, th- this is going to change everything, but. So, uh, how do you? Where do you get a read on with that? The bone ship. I guess then we'll end. Dude, with this, this is not good. Well, like, why do you think it showed up? Yeah, I have no. So idea. So you put the candelabra in the in the hole, and the the old man warned you, this is going to open all the doors, and he doesn't know what's on the other side. Right. That was me giving you a hint. Uh, yeah, I don't know obviously if we had, some bad shit was going to come. Uh, oh, we did address it in the episode that you couldn't get out of this room aside from the candelabra. Correct. And the entire time I'm screaming inside of my head, just put your goggles on. So you could see the doors because it lets you see the unseen. And that's how you ultimately found out how to get out of this room. You right. Know, you put the goggles on. Uh, which yeah, it took me what, like? The entire episode. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Do you think that there are listeners out there that were like, dude, just put your fucking yes. goggles on? Yes. I think because I, I kept throwing hints out like you can't see them. I got to stop drinking. <laughs> I, I think that's part of the problem. I, I love the idea. I've always loved the idea of doing things and people screaming at their radios. Yes. Um. So now, now, do you think I come off as like the stupid player? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? If, if anyone who's listening, if they've ever played, they get it. Yeah, it's it's like when you shit on people on game shows. Like you didn't know the answer to that until you're sitting in that game show seat. Right, right, right. Um, 
So all of a sudden this ship shows up in a world where there's no magic. What do you think that means? Do you think that means that something you've did? Uh-huh. Five. Wow. Something you did brought magic back, or do you think that you opened a door that you weren't, like a like another portal somewhere that you weren't prepared for? So it seems as though from the beginning, right, there magic was obviously introduced into this world where magic did not exist for years, millennia, whatever it was. And I almost feel as though it's like directly, it's like a direct correlation to, to Harrison's actions. How much magic now is being introduced into this world. Whether or not that's true, I have no idea. But it, it seems as though once he, once he inserted this candelabra, and opened up all the portholes, like it it unleashed this. It it almost took down like this anti magic barrier, so to speak, that may have existed, and now has allowed this to come in. So it seems like a, the stronger that I'm getting, the more open the world is right okay. into this magic, like like a conduit. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Right. All right. So you think it's just going to get worse? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's only going to get worse. Or more intense, I guess is probably a better way to put it. Or worse. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, we're already going long. Um, so real quick, uh, I've been in a weird mood with everything that's been going oh, on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of metal lately. Oh, okay. Don't um, you only listen to metal? A different, different kind of metal. Uh, I usually listen to like um, weird metal, I think is fair to say. Power metal, I think it's like the official nomenclature. I say that right? Oh, yeah. God. I'm starting to get a little stupid. Not nomenclature. Yeah, not norm from Cheers. Um, I also listen to a lot of progressive metal. Uh, those are probably my two like main genres. But there was a time when I was balls deep in death metal. Okay. And lately, uh, mostly in the last few days, I've really been hitting the cannibal corpse in a big way. And cannibal corpse in your last two days. Yeah. Okay. Um, what a band. What a band. Yeah. For some reason, because uh, you're not really big on the death metal. You're more like a thrash. <sighs> yeah, more like thrash, hardcore, right. heavy. Like Lamb of God is up there. Yeah, they're like like old Lamb of God is like some of my favorite music right. of all time. Old like Metallica, yeah, even yeah, yeah. like old Megadeth. I'll, I'll give you that one. Slayer, to right. this day, I'll fucking take them to the grave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Raining Blood, I love that song. Yeah, it's one of my favorite songs. Uh, Cannibal Corpse is like the quintessential. That's like the the Walmart brand, I guess. Of like death metal. Okay. That's I, like the uh, the band-aid of death metal. Yeah, yeah. If I hear death metal, I think Cannibal Corpse. Right. Everyone just kind of assumes. Yeah. Uh, anyone who's in that genre of music. But I've realized from listening that Cannibal Corpse, there's a lot of death metal out there that just sounds like power rifts over and over and over and over and over. Just... Yeah, I would agree. Cannibal Corpse uh, actually has like a melody to a lot of their songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have just been listening to them incessantly 
the last several days. And I think it's just a reflection of the mood that I'm in from all this shit that's going on. Uh, let's get some of this. Uh... See, this now, is, uh... as soon as that plays, dude, like, I want to fucking get into a pit. And it makes me angry. <laughs> this like, is, in a good uh, way. Disfigured. One of my favorite songs. But like there's a there's a definite melody. I like how you say melody and then they just ran the same fucking riff down your throat. I don't know what it is because th- this music sounded like shit to me for a while. I was really into it. I f- was forced into it by my friends and I just listened to it by proxy. Okay. But then, you know, like anything else, if you listen to it for long enough, you'll find a song here that you like, then a song there. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, this one sounds like that one. So I like this one too. And then oh, before you know it, you like them. Yeah. Then uh, the next thing you know, you're listening to Whiskey in a Jar by Metallica. <laughs> Whiskey in a Jar. Oh boy. That's not whiskey in a jar. And then, like, I would just listen to him and be like, oh man, this music sucks. Like, I gotta stop pretending. But now I like it again. And I don't know why. Because you appreciate good music. Yeah. I think. All right. And and all joking aside, I think that's really what it boils down to. You know, I, I, for the longest time, I, I couldn't get into them. And, and even death metal overall, I can't get into overall. And I think it has to do with like the uh, the lyrical style of the music. Right. There, I have a problem when guys are just like, <laughs> and it's just fucking stupid. Yeah. You know? When you take the lyrics out of it and you listen to the music behind it, dude, it's fucking insane. Like these guys, th- there's one thing when you can scream like an asshole into a microphone. But there's another thing when you can play that music, and it, it takes a lot of talent, and a lot of knowledge, and a lot of like, a lot of experience with like music theory and, and shit like that, like understanding how to like piece together songs and, and things like that from a musical point of view that just really make you appreciate the song. And I am a huge fan of fucking like speed metal, right? So I can I can definitely appreciate some good death metal i just i don't like that lyrical approach that that's just me you know uh and not that i need to listen to music where like i can you know just like first blush like understand what they're singing about but right um well um here's one of my favorite cannibal corpse songs let's see how well i can keep up with the lyrics because these guys were great because you can't understand what the fuck they're saying of course and in my memory uh they never put their lyrics in the the album art correct so it was kind of and like this album is from 1990, so this is pre-internet. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to like keep rewinding your fucking cassette. Right. So this is from the album "Eaten Back to Life." Uh, this is one of my favorite. This might be my favorite Cannibal Corpse song of all time. Uh, and for those of you guys that don't like this music, I'm sorry, but this will be fun because I'm going to try and keep up with what they say. This song is called "Shredded Humans." It's a nice little melody. Shredded humans. It's a little nice little melody about a family of uh, four that gets into a car accident. Uh, so let's go ahead and. 
Let's get this bitch going. So I'm just going to speak the words because I'm not going to embarrass myself by oh, trying to. So, so you're reading the lyrics now. I'm not reading it. I'm just going to. I'm just going to try and speak while he's saying the lyrics. Oh, okay. To see so, if I so can So you've keep listened up. to this enough that you know the lyrics. Not all of them. Okay. I've been listening to this since 1990. <laughs> all right, here we go. I already know like the first sentence I think I'm not going to be able to get, but I know most of it, I think. Here we go. What's the name of the song? Shredded Humans. You're going to look it up and see how I do? I would like it out of 100%, like in school. See what I get. Do-do-do-do. Early hours, open road, family of five on the way home. After enjoying a day in the sun, encounter with Gore has just begun. Left from right, <laughs> in his sight. Yeah. Burning in the other lane. Yeah. Then collide. Expressions horrified. Head on at full speed. The vultures will soon feed. Father was impaled of the week. Ah. Oh <laughs> man, dude, these lyrics are brutal. Dude, this is some fucking story. So they cut him in two. What do do? So from nineteen ninety, you still don't know really <laughs> no, what the words no. are. <laughs> For a quarter mile. I think this is my favorite part coming up right here. Fourth child on the way, won't live another day, fetus on the road, mangled little bones. <laughs> That's a wonder why. Burning and peeling. Wow. Something about the wheels. Uh, now implode. All right, you want to stop it there and yeah. then I'll read the lyrics up to that point. All right, so before you read them. Yeah. You, uh, using your best judgment out of 100%, what would you give me? 50. Wow. Yeah. Okay. You, you nailed it at the beginning. Yeah. And then after that, just, it, dude, it gets fucking tough. Because even listening to them, like, you, it, it, dude, it's so hard to understand. Okay. So, so this is the first time I've ever, I've never actually looked this up. So this is no, exciting. Dude, I, I give you a lot of credit because going off of, like, how they're singing it and trying to understand what they're saying, dude, is fucking hard. Yeah. That's hard. So you hear the lyrics up until the point, because even where you stopped, you're only like halfway through the song. Right. And they're not like a typical band where they give you like a fucking, like a verse and then a chorus and a verse right. and a chorus and a verse and a chorus and then they're done. Yeah. I don't think the word shredded humans even appears in the song. Oh, that's actually a good point. I don't think so either. Yeah. All right. So here we go. So here's where they're at. <laughs> Early hours, open road, family of five on their way home. So you pretty much nailed that. Uh, having After, enjoyed a oh. day in the sun, their encounter with gore has just begun. A homicidal fool not knowing left from right now has the family in his sight, trying to perceive if his blind or insane, or if, I'm sorry, if he's blind or insane, he steers his car into the other lane. Both of them collide. Expressions, expressions horrified. Head, head on, on at full speed. speed. The, the vultures, vultures will soon feed. Yes. The father of three... 
was impaled on the wheel as his skull became part of the dash. His eyeballs ejected his sight unaffected. He saw his own organs collapse. Dude, they are, I, I give them credit, they're fucking wretched and horrifying <laughs> lyrics, but they are fucking well-written. His seatbelt was useless for, for holding, holding him back. back. It, it simply, simply cut, cut him, him in two. two. Legs were crushed, out leaked pus, as his spinal cord took off and flew. The mother took a flight through the glass and ended up impaled on a sign. Her intestines stretched from the car down the road for, for a quarter, quarter mile. mile. Fourth child on, on the, the way, way won't live another day. Fetus on, on the, the road, road with mangled little bones. bones. <laughs> <laughs> little Ew. child fly, not a chance to wonder why, smashed against the ceiling, all their skin burning and peeling. Shards of glass explode, chest and skull now implode, corpses they've become, and graves will have to be dug. Wow. Excellent. Poetry. That really That's is. almost as good as their very famous song, I Come Blood. Yeah, that, that's a good one. <laughs> or was it them that sang ripping bloody entrails from a virgin's cunt? I don't know. Oh, that's Deicide. I'm sorry. That, that's another okay. fucking satanic, yeah. sicko yeah, fucking band. I'm a fan of Deicide. Yeah, they're, they're crazy. Um, well, you know, it's funny that you bring this up because really in the Shadowrun version, I wanted to get into a little uh, into a little music. Okay, so we'll save the rest of it for yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Shadowrun. Yeah. Oh, by the way, there's a, there's a, 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 a giveaway. Oh, shit. Giveaway coming. I don't burn my skin. Ah! <laughs> oh, man. Maybe you should just listen to the Shadowrun side. And we'll get into it. What the if giveaway. nobody listens to the Shadowrun? All right, fine. Real quick. We are the uh, the Dyson Pipes podcast. What if, what if your Shadowrun campaign sucks so bad? They what do you mean my this? Shadowrun? It's your fucking, you're the GM. Okay. All right. All I do is just what if my Shadowrun campaign sucks? It might suck pretty bad. You never know, and people don't listen to it. Well, whatever. Fuck them. They wouldn't be. uh, They wouldn't be getting into the giveaway. Good good point. That's what I'm saying. Whatever. Fuck you. We'll get to you on the Shadowrun side. All right. So, yep. To uh, the fourth child on the way. Wow. Death and decay. Is that what it 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 rhymes? Whatever. Uh, To on the uh, ceiling you will lay. (laughs) <laughs> Cats in the cradle <laughs> in the silver spoon. Uh, two no w- chance to be. G- oh damn it! I'm sorry. Editing. Two uh, rolling ones, twice. We're a fucking two for today, dude. This Ciroc, we we got to find something different than fucking Ciroc coconut to drink. Cause I mean, we we don't have vaginas here. That is. You better say that's true. Factually true. Thank you. Uh. And two, uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the three blind mice. See how they come. Two dice and pipes. Give it a shot.